Hey guys, this is the I Can Speak To podcast where everyone can speak, we just speak in different ways. I'm your host, Portia B. Now, before we start this brand new episode, I do want to read my disclaimer. So, the I Can Speak To podcast is formulated from my own opinions and do not represent opinions or ideas of anyone else. So guys, how is everyone? I really wanted to check in and just talk about um, making sure that we're still doing our social distancing and that we're being safe at home and we're protecting our children. Again, I'm just so thankful for you guys um, for listening to the episodes as well. And I'm, I'm hoping that I'm giving you some good content to listen to while you are at home. So some new, new news that I have in my life is I graduated with my master's in special education. Yay! So I'm super excited about that. And I've had um, just a really sweet week, um, you know, just reflecting on the time that I spent in school and just being happy to be done with it, honestly. Um, You know, anybody that's gone to school knows that it's a lot of work, a lot of papers, a lot of projects, things of that nature. So I'm just glad to be able to focus on the podcast completely and not have to do homework. So this topic of this week is called Let's Talk. We're going to tune in. So this week we're talking about tuning in. So when I think of tuning in, tuning in is kind of like um, people watching or liking someone and finding out their interest type of thing. So I don't know if anybody's seen that show, You, on Netflix, but, you know, Joe kind of stalks the girl and knows every single thing about her. Um, So he was tuned in. He understood what he needed to say, and he knew what she liked, and he observed her. So we're going to talk about tuning in, and not in a stalkish way, but in regards to our children. So what exactly does it mean to tune in? So... When you are tuning in, you pay attention to what has captured a child's attention and use it as a target to engage with your child. Also, when you tune in, you have the chance to develop better language and communication skills in the child. Another great tune-in tip to have is to know that children can have a hard time switching their attention, so following their cue lets them lead the conversation. Another tip, observation. You have to make sure you observe the child and take action. Being responsive is basically the main goal. So when you're tuning in, you're going to look at your child, you're going to focus and pay attention on what they're interested in at that moment and take that as an opportunity to engage with them and have conversation with them and making sure that you use lots and lots and lots of language. So I did have a tuning in example for you guys that helps start conversations with different statements. So the two different statements that I wanted to show you guys or tell you guys is that you can start conversations with your child saying, I noticed or I see that. So I have some examples I wanted to give you guys for tuning in. And this are basically ways to start conversations with statements such as I noticed or I see that. So this is the example one. And I made up this name, so just bear with me. And I promised you that just now I didn't fart. That was my chair. If you do, if you do hear this on a recording, it was my chair um, hitting my finger and made a squeaky noise. Anyway, so example one, 
Alex, I noticed that you're having lots of fun stacking those colorful blocks. How about we count the blocks? Example two. Alex, I see that you're playing and very concentrated on stacking those blocks. What color blocks do you have? Let's identify them together. So, in example one of tuning in, the parent is noticing that Alex, their son, made up son, imaginary son, is having fun stacking the colorful blocks. And then we say, how about we count the blocks? So, in that instance, we can count out loud and we can model the counting by using our fingers to show what the representation of that number would be. In this, the second example, she says, or he says, that they notice that Alex is very concentrated on stacking the blocks and what color blocks do they have? Let's identify them together. So we're making even more conversation. We're being more engaged and we're talking about the colors of the blocks. Okay, guess what? We had no the sign language, so we can start gesturing the signs for those different colors while we're identifying the colors with the child. So you're allowing the child to make the connection between the color and the sign. So that's very, very important. And it's really cool when you actually do it and see it. So I do have some extra tips too I wanna give you guys in regards to tuning in and making conversation. So we wanna use good body language and make gestures when we're talking. Um, so body language might look like, you know, you're crouched down with the child, you're on their level, you're making eye level with them. Your posture is good. You look like you're interested. Secondly, take advantage of using your face to show emotions and different expressions. So look like you're happy to engage with the child. Look excited about what they're doing or what they're interested in. Look like you want to learn it too. Children enjoy wanting to be played with. They enjoy someone else engaging with them and making that conversation with them. You know, if you look like a sourpuss um, or you just don't look interested and you're like, hey, Bill, um, what are you playing with? Oh, okay. Or, you're, you know, you're just like, oh, that's cool. Like, a child can't engage with you that way. It's completely different when you're smiling and you're saying, oh, my gosh, what are you playing with? That looks so much fun. Can we play together? Can we push the cars together? How about we stack the blocks? Maybe we can make a building that looks as big as a skyscraper. Let's count the blocks together. There's a complete difference in a mundane voice and someone sounding exactly excited and interested in what a child is doing. And lastly, I said this one before, but I just want to reiterate it. Plugging in the ASL signs helps children build the connection between the colors and the signs. And it's not just colors. Um, I Actually, I'm going to post a video later that I did some basic ASL signs that I wanted to post for you guys to see. But even if you're talking to a child and you're talking about a toy, doing the sign for toy, if you're playing in a kitchen little area that your um, child has at home or even at a school setting, you know, we call it a dramatic play area, um, we can use the ASL signs for a cup bowl, drink, food, eat. Do we want to play more? We can use the sign for more. Um, we can teach our child 
manners by using please and thank you. So it's really just important to look up some ASL signs um, just to match when you are engaging with that child. And I promise you, ASL is, when I first started using, I thought it was going to be difficult. But the more you practice it and the more you pick up on it, it kind of just becomes a memory thing. You know, even in the setting that I'm in, we try to constantly use ASL when we're engaging and tuning in um, to our kids. And it's really helpful because I've seen a lot of them mimic or try to do the signs. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what you're trying to, you're trying to show me that you're learning the signs. So it's really cool when you see that. And I promise you that the more you constantly do it with your child when you're talking to them, the more that they'll begin to understand and recognize those signs and also use them. So patience is key in this situation um, because children, they all move and learn at their different paces. No child is the same. So it's important just to be patient with them and just keep reiterating it. Um, with children, the most important thing is repetition. They need repetition to learn. So my activity um, of the day was a tune-in challenge. So I was going to ask you guys to send me a video or a photo of you tuning in to your child's interests and trying to engage in conversation with them. Oh, hold on. I got to get a drink of water for real. <laughs> Very refreshing. Okay. So like I was saying, Send me a photo or a video of you guys um, engaging with your child and trying to tune in and just giving me a little short tidbit about what you guys were talking about. Even if it was just you talking to your child, your, your child is still, again, I talked about this in the first episode, your child is still getting that input. So even if they can't speak yet, they don't have the language yet, that's exactly why the signs are important to do as well. So just send me something. Um, and tune in with your child. It's super duper important. I also, of course, have the quote. We have the quote of the day. And it took me a while to find this quote um, because I was trying to find something that was pretty catchy. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not the best quote finder. Um, but hopefully you guys like this one. So it says, the greatest gift you can bestow Upon your children is your time and undivided attention. And that quote comes from Jim Brozina. I think it's Jim Brozina, who is a writer. And that's all the facts I have about Jim Brozina. But I thought it was a really cool quote because I do think that is the greatest gift that you can give your child. You know, when you ignore your child or just don't spend any time with them, um, it affects them developmentally um, and it causes them sometimes to fall behind and we don't want any child to leave, be left behind. So pay attention to your children, engage with them. I'm not saying that you have to be under your child 24 seven because we all have lives to lead. I'm just saying take time out of your day to engage with them and to tune in to what they're interested in and don't make the conversation self-centered. Like I said earlier, um, I have an activity video for you guys. I did some basic ASL signs. I did kind of like a card shuffle type thing, and I show the sign in the video. I also did a springtime video. So we all know it's spring. 
it's getting super hot outside, which I don't personally enjoy. I like winter way better. But anyway, there's really nice things that come out in spring. You know, we have more flowers blooming. Um, we're getting the bees. Don't like the bees. <laughs> um, we're getting um, beautiful trees. Um, we're hearing beautiful birds. So, um, oh, and also the beautiful green grass. So I did a video also as well with some spring signs that you can teach your child. You know, basically if you're going on a nature walk, maybe, or you go to the park, social distancing, of course, and you have your mask on, um, you can do the sign. You don't, you, don't, you don't even have to talk. You can do the sign for it and say grass, bird, that's a flower. So we talk about those in that video. So I hope you guys enjoy that as well. Um, and I'll be posting that very, very soon because it's already done and re recorded. And before I go, I want to shout out the people that made this awesome show that I have on. And it says Teachers 2020, um, the year they were quarantined. <laughs> um, I actually have two of these, but I like this one because it's a nice burgundy color. Um, but the person who made this shirt is on Etsy. It was called Custom T-Zone. So shout out to Custom T-Zone for my custom and fire tea. And I appreciate you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode about tuning in. So again, pay attention to what has captured your child's attention. Remember to observe them. And remember to give them a chance to develop that language and communication skill.